There's two Craigbots? We have a Craigbot that a recording Craigbot. Did you give the introductory spiel, or should I just launch into doing things? No, we need to roll for initiative while Trike gives us the recap. There, There's not too much for this week. Let's give us a recap. Well, Yatiru was off dealing with the village. Our noble heroes, noble heroes, were hanging out back at the boat. And Chukorg, he felt a mighty need. He leapt into the water, decided to go after the spirits on the coast. Why were they there? Why were they watching him? Did he even notice the sense of menace emanating off of them? None of this is explained as he trudged bravely up to them to then try to command them. This was horribly unsuccessful. In an attempt to salvage, he begged Sybil to aid them, to speak to them as an elf speaking to trees. She was not interested in doing so. Possibly because Chukorg was being racist. No. Spiritist, would you say? Oh no, this is against elves. But so, he is left almost alone, except for Ulrich, who had made himself a nice ice boat to hop into to sail over to try to help. Meanwhile, Alistair is nowhere to be seen, somewhere within the depths of the boat. And so we find ourselves in a site of combat where these spirits looking to avenge their banished friend have chosen to go after the man that they believe has done him in. And we roll for initiative. How do we roll for initiative drink? I forget. So either it's either cool if you are not expecting it or vigilance if you are expecting it. So in this case, you, you think, think about what your character is doing, and then you roll up the appropriate uh, number. There's no difficulty. And then basically, you know, for each success, it increases one on the number track. And then advantages are the side number, right. the point, decimal point. So okay. Yellow and two green. Yes, Chukork actually has a cool rating. Wait, wait, how does the cool rating play in? You're that's reacting the- to them springing after you, that, and so that's why you're using that for the roll. So cool is if you are expecting it. Oh, it's the same either way. Well, vigilance cool is like keeping your cool. It. Like all of a sudden you weren't expecting it, and then somebody grows up and smacks you. You're like, oh, I'm going to keep my cool, versus vigilance is like, yeah, I know you're coming. I know they're coming already since I'm watching, staring at them. Your rolls are the same either way. It's a yellow and two green, so. Alright. One success success and one advantage. Alright, 1.1. Thank you. Who's rolling next? I was... Two successes and two advantages. 2.2, thank you. 
Is it my turn to roll? Damn. Sure. One's what do I roll against? Uh, you probably don't know this is happening, so I would roll cool. And there's no opposing roll. It's just your cool roll. You probably would have heard something by the point that this confrontation got explosive. Uh, I don't think I have any cool. You might have two greens in it. It would be on the left side near the top uh, left. Yeah, two green PR. There's a trash can literally right there. <laughs> no, that's where I wanted to put it. Why would you throw it away? I wasn't done using that dice, damn it. One success, one advantage. Thank you. And then cry. Cry sheet does not have cool on it. Yeah, I was gonna say mine doesn't have it on it. That's why I was like, I was looking. I was like, what the fuck? It's based on your presence, so that'd be three green. Yeah, her sheet looks a lot shorter. So I'm just rolling the three green, right? Yep. Two success, it's two advantages. All right, thank you. All right, and then Ituru, do you want to at least have your role pre-set up while I figure out this um, uh, stuff? So just in case you come and see. There's no chance in hell Ituru is going to notice this because he's going to be too busy looting the village. So okay. until somebody like does something dramatic in order to make him notice it's he's going to be looting for books and taking advantage of having free reign of the general village space. All right. Well, uh, the big gen looking Lorax um, actually got a triumph on his roll, so he will attack first. Uh, and just for positioning's sake here, because we want to make sure I am somewhat positioned, re- relative. Ehrlich, you're in the water on the boat, yes? Did you bring Brutus with you, or is the Brutus on the boat? Brutus is, is with Ehrlich on his little ice barge. Okay, good. Sybil, you're still on the boat, yes? Yes. Alistair, you're on the boat. Okay, good. All right. So the Lorax attacks. With its big Zufakar, rushes forward towards Chukorg. It's going to take an old swing. Swing with the flaming Zufakar. Okay, so uh, do you have any melee defense, Chukorg? Um, What would defense be? Your armor cards, possibly, would be a starting point. I've got leather and padded. Okay, so that's uh, just in changes soak. Doesn't actually have defense. Okay, all right, so that's just soak. Okay, so basic melee is two purple. And let's see how this turns out. 
Five successes and a triumph. That's not good. All right. So, what is your soak value? Your soak uh, value is six. Looks uh, like. How how cut clean in half am I? He's got <laughs> wait, he's got plus one from the leather. Yep, that should be calculated in his soak. Okay. Uh, would imagine. Where's in my... there? Oh, there's my calendar. Yeah, there's your armor. Yeah, you've got leather, so plus one soak. Yep. All right. So, um, so with the triumph and the five successes, uh, that is eight plus five is thirteen. Plus a triumph is going to give you him a crit against you. So I will have you go ahead and pull from this random critical deck here and see what kind of critical injury you get. <laughs> uh, where's the deck at? Oh, nice. What do we get? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You are blinded. All right, so the Zufakar comes in. Bright flashing flames on the Zufakar. It slashes across your vision uh, and kind of cuts you across kind of like the chest area, but then the flames kind of lick up into your eyes so it's, you can't see and you're blinded. Uh, you have a soak value of 6, so 6 minus 13. So uh, you will take 7 damage. I've got 1 damage from something. I don't remember what it's from. So Think that may have been the removal of the muffin from your mouth. Yeah, Itiru left me in a damaged state. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, it is now over to a PC slot. Who would like to go for what PC would like to go first? Alistair nope. being below deck would probably go last. Irv, do you want to take a blind swing at the, uh, the <laughs> giant spirit? <laughs> How debilitating is this blind blindness? It's pretty debilitating. Upgrades the difficulty of all checks twice. Upgrades any perception and vigilance three times. So it's it's pretty debilitating. So if it's normally too purple to attack something, it would be too red. Uh, yeah, too red. I can live with that. I if I may make a suggestion, maybe have our dwarf ice cannon, you know, hit the thing I hit you. So. There's not a st- second follow-up super swing. Chew Gorg. Uh, bellows out. Ah! You know, as his echo- voice echoes through the valley. And does a... I'd, I'd like to roll backwards and try to create some distance. Okay. Yep. Disengage. You can do that as a part of, as your movement. No problem. And uh, I'd like to fire crossbow. All right. Sounds good. You don't have a durable trait or anything like that, right? No, I don't think I have really any traits. I'm gonna fire my crossbow at, uh, I guess, directly in front of me, where the big guy is positioned. All right. From uh, yeah. From the hip. Okay, so um that's you typically would be about two because you're one away and you're firing. Um but you can't 
You have difficulty of perception and vigilance checks. Upgrade difficulty, so there'll be two reds. Two reds. Okay. Versus your or your ranged attack. Okay. So two yellow, two green. Good. Two failures, two advantages. It takes its uh, Zufakar and just kind of slashes the bolt out of the air in front of you, but you do have two advantages. Uh, I'd like my advantages to be that uh, uh, hopefully Yatiru heard my uh, heard my yell. Yes. <laughs> I will give uh, blue bo- two blue boost dies if he wishes to do a perception roll to see if he hears a, a far off two chord. Sure, that doesn't count as a vigilance. He he would have some concern at all times for the rest of the party the longer he is away from them. Sure, we can do that. All right, so should I clear the dice and? Yep. Roll for initiative, Troik. You know, I just want to loot shit. <laughs> you get no such we're benefit. Dying. We're dying. You know how much stuff I have looted? It's invaluable stuff. It's precious. It's old moldy books and scrolls. That's useless to me. Uh, so based on the distance away from the lake, uh, there's not a whole lot of trees or anything, so I'm probably thinking this is, what, hard difficulty? He probably would have been just finished Looting the blasted mare at this point. Okay. Because this is probably fairly soon after he had returned from the mine. That's the first place he would have gone to because it's the important building. So he would have gone after any town hall records, log books, miscellaneous stuff. Basically everything that nobody took offense to him taking. Since the okay. spirits are defending the town, but obviously we're not ordered to actually defend the objects or people in the town. Right. So, yeah, I would say this is probably three or four purples. Probably closer to the four range. There is the excitement of finding nice things. Big old dice roll. Just barely. Uh, Chukork's plea gets through Yatiru's haze of excitement of finding art and words and all sorts of other random mortal artifacts. And so as he winds his way out of the uh, door of the blasted bear, a resounding, familiar, and unpleasant-sounding cry echoes from the distance. With a sort of a clicking hiss, an expletive too primal and too horrible to be spoken in the immortal tongues. He immediately teleports to the tree line and then bolts just flat out like his like crossbow bolt sprints arcing for the air towards the lake and towards the confrontation that becomes more and more visible with each passing second. Sounds so- good. So now should have... I do another vigilance roll for your order? Yes, please. 
three successes, five advantages. Three, five. All right, thank you. All right, so that was Ichiru, and then we're over to the trees. The trees have eyes. All right, and they will begin advancing forward. And they are going to use some of their roots and such to attempt to ensnare Ehrlich's boat and break it asunder. So it is going to be a melee attack against the boat to try to get him all wet and entangled. All right, so that is going to be a melee attack. Is your boat have your boat's just ice, right? It is literally just a slab of ice. Oh, okay. All right. He's floating on an iceberg. It's magical ice, so it's probably a little bit better than an actual, like, lost iceberg for the North Pole. All right, I will give them a setback die because they're attacking your magical boat. Wait, can I make a can I make an argument before we yes. 100% this roll? Sure. I would just like to point out that this would be a ranged attack, not a melee attack. Because despite the fact that they are effectively attacking through the earth with the, by projecting their roots, first of all, by projecting the roots, but then since we are on a liquid medium on floating on a separate solid, they have to then project the roots up through the water, which can be affected by the currents. Okay, is is the sphere affected by the currents? But they they were. I have to agree agree with Ash on this one. The boat will be drifting. Okay, so so how do you see that affecting this role? I see this affecting this role in that I was hoping that their role for ranged attacks would be less than their role for melee attacks because they are trees. (laughs) (laughs) That is fair. They use leaf attack. Well, the roots were attached to it, so that'd be a melee attack, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be more like spears, if you ask me. They were throwing right. stuff at you. So, range... Is there a chance to be less accurate? Yeah. I've tried to preserve my, my beautiful ice boat. You guys, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> it's nice. It's got little ice carvings in it. It's got little dwarven ice runes that have been lovingly crafted into the side. There we go. Gorgar Martin says, you shall not pass. <laughs> All right. So their agility would reduce it by uh, two green. <laughs> they still manage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So setback die. Wow. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Range attack. Okay. So damage is seven. Crit is at a three. They're accurate plus one. So they don't have the crit. Well, they do have the crit because they have a triumph. Okay. All right. So the 
roots shoot up from the water towards the ice boat as you hear just like the sh- breaking apart from all the trees converging and attacking. They're all kind of doing this as one attack and you just, the boat just kind of shatters from the various, um, all the roots popping up through the bottom of it at the same time. Um, and what is your soak value, Mr. Ehrlich? Did anybody else just disconnect? I think it was just you. You probably just had the same thing that happened to me earlier. Soak is uh, plus one. All right. So seven plus three is ten. Minus one is nine. Nine damage. And here is your critical. Feel free to grab one. His soak value is two. Oh, all right, then eight. So I took eight wounds? That is correct. And you get to draw from the fun fun critical injuries deck. (laughs) Okay, you didn't hit D100, so... (laughs) I didn't realize that was actually in there. Uh, We'll hold that one over. Grab another one. That seems more likely. All right. Uh, yeah, so one of the target's limbs is impaired or until healed or replaced. Yep, that makes total sense. Wait, 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 wait. Did Ash have to draw a card, too? I... Yes, yep. he did. Why didn't he get to keep the first one? Because I didn't realize the dead card was in there. <laughs> I like that one. So wait, 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 wait. You're making wait, the wait, spirit. Wait. Hold on. Which, which limb is affected because he's already a gimp because of one of his legs? <laughs> I am going to roll a d4, and I'm going to pick a limb based on that result. One and two being hands, three and four being legs. So does that sound fair to everyone? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so odds are left side, evens are right side. As long as you know what that means when I pull this number off, that's all I care. So, All right, so that is a two. Even the right side, so your right hand? Yep. Yep, sounds about right. All right. Uh, so I know we haven't done a lot of combat, but the way this works is the more times you're hit, the easier it is, to, or the more times you have a critical wound, the easier it is to get further critical wounds. So um, whereas before, like, like the trees have a critical rating of three, so before we were taking you to three to get a critical wound, next time it would only take two. So it, it kind of it behooves the uh, healer once healer arrives and in place to try to heal critical wounds because they can stack. And um, once you get three critical wounds, you are actually dead. Oof. Now, granted, critical wounds are not that easy to get. They've just had two triumphs, so. Oh. <laughs> it's all right. If you all die, I could just you know, spend a month resurrecting you all and uh, it'll be sad. It'll be lonely. Ichiru sheds a tear and it brings us all back from the brink of death. Alright, PC slot. Not spending spirit tears. What are you talking about? So that would be one of us, right? Now, if I may make a suggestion, maybe we should get our tank up here. Which is probably going to take 
two specific maneuvers. One by our tank, and then one with me teleporting our tank to the front. There will be no teleportation. Also, uh, I'm going last, so that's all on you, Sybil. Um, yeah, I was going to say, um, Sybil comes up from the ship because of all the commotion, and um, sees the, the trees you know, causing harm and takes out flaming arrows out of her pack and starts shooting them towards the trees. Alright, the arrows. Okay, so let me check their range defense, see if they have any seconds. They have no range defense. Okay, so that's your ranged attack versus range. Um, so let's see, you are... Three yellow. Let's see. What's an out-of-turn incidental? Like yelling to your friend, hey, dummy. Okay. So it doesn't affect my immediate actions. No. It's usually like an interrupt. All right, what am I rolling against? Uh, I would say if you're on the boat proper still, they haven't actually got up to the boat, so I'd say it is somewhere probably right on the edge of long difficulty. If you got in the water and moved a little closer, you could get to a medium. But right now, at least, I think you are at long range, which is three purple. Two successes, no, four successes, two threats. All right, so your damage is eight plus four then, so uh, eight plus four. And which one are specific are you attacking? We have lovely targeted names on these guys, so which one are you attacking? Uh, the one closest, um, Whoopi Willow. Okay, thank you. All right, so... Not Swamping, whatever. I, I debated both ways when I was writing the names. <laughs> Put a can of whoop your ass on you, boy. So that's 12 minus its soak. Okay, thank you. All right. And then you have two disadvantages. So I'm going to say there's no flame action, uh, and that Whoopie Willow is now definitely focused on the boat uh, as one of the threats as well. So. All right. I don't take any strain or anything? Nope, not oh. for a fine bow. Nope. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, now it's my turn, yeah? Now you can be fashionably late, yes. Well, wait a minute. I haven't had a turn. Yeah, you get, you, you'll you have a one up at the top of the order. I added a trick in there. He, uh, he ran oh, there. Okay, one, so. okay. Yeah. My Unless bad. you want me to use that to specifically get you out of danger first so you can then use a turn. However you guys, you guys would like. It would be appreciated, because my intention, I've been trying to decide between like attempting to f- cast a super buff on Irv and trying to freeze the, um, the big bad in place. So, I'll tell you what. Uh, if you're willing to not let Troy go at the beginning of this turn, you can take my turn and I can go next, because that would technically make me last. 
you're just going to take a huge risk letting the uh, <laughs> the Lorax go again. Thinking? Or is that a no? Well, that's why I was so confused about this order. Because we had the Lorax went, then one person went, then the trees went, then one person went. Tro Troik stole one of our slots because he was summoned into this. I did not use any of the slots, thank you very much. That was an incidental off of Earth's. I did some. Yeah, he, I, I put Irv as 2.2, and then with all, with the with the movements and everything like that to actually teleport and all that sort of stuff, I put two point one on Troik. That's what I had I had done because you yeah, teleported quite a far away. Well, hold on, I wasn't even in the combat area to be engaged. Why would it's I count as part of the turns that happen in response? Just made sense to me. That's why I did it. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes to me sense. Too. Uh, I'm putting my displeasure on that on the record. Eating up yeah. turns when outside of turn land, but you—you're—it's it, not turn land; it's time land. You—you you participated in consuming time, while it wasn't methodically like in a turn in combat. You came and entered combat. It—it it, it, regardless. Okay. Um... In effect, you guys get the same amount because Troik rolled so high that you're going to get another PC slot before Lorax anyways. So regardless of whether he went yeah, it's incidental now or later, it's, you're still going to get another slot before the PC. We were having fun arguing with you. Uh... Troik, could you could you do the teleport and I'll cast the the super buff on uh, Chukork? I was going to try to pull both you and Chukork. Well, that would have to, that would that would have to be at the top. Of, okay, so this is the last for this particular cycle of turn. This is the last character slot. So, do you want me to take it, or do you want to take it, Ash? You know, technically, we can have the same person use two character slots in a row. Yep. Or we do that that way too, I guess. Um, we also need the tank to be here. Yeah, I, Alistair, go ahead and, and, and attempt to get here and then go from there. All right. Uh, so upon hearing all this commotion, Alistair comes to the top deck, uh, and see is the how, how big are these trees and how animately alive are they? The trees themselves are quite tall. I mean, we're talking probably they vary in size, but ten to fourteen feet. Uh, some of them as, and then uh, they are quite animated as well. You can see the green eyes inside of them. They're not acting like brittle, slow-moving things. They are definitely deliberate and have some momentum to them. And are we saying that these are in the water? These two over here. They're all pretty much in the water. Everybody's in the water, essentially, at this point. Maybe minus Yuturu, but I guess Yuturu actually blinked in around there, too. So, yeah, everybody's pretty much in the water. Yuturu would be over the water. Yeah. So I'm going to do that uh, out of turn incidental. Do a discipline check. Actually, I need... 
this. This is my check. Uh, read. One success, zero advantage. It works. The system works, boys. All right. The reason I'm doing this is I am going to use my improved shape-shifting. And Alistair is going to go from Armored Boy to Big Chonky Boy. Woo! How much space is in between me and them? If you're on the boat... I'm on the boat. You can, I mean, Chukorg's probably 20, 30 feet from the boat, roughly. So, I mean, it's not uh, a whole lot of range. All right. Because Alistair is going to uh, nosedive on the nearest target and try to thrash him. That would be Whoopin' Willow. All right. So that is now happening. Um Alistair's claws are, like, adorned with his gauntlets, uh, kind of more fancifully, but, like, sharper almost because of them. So we are doing an an unarmed attack. With claws. With claws. And then I get a few different bonuses because of all that, actually. Uh, So... Brawn and agility are increased to five. Uh, this is going to be a brawl, I guess. Is that right? Or is that It'd melee? be a melee attack, yeah. All right. So it's three yellow, two green. Uh, it would be two difficulty for the melee attack, and then they have a, a, a defensive one, so it would be one black die. Okay. And then... Uh, I have a natural weapons buff to that. Uh, I add plus two damage to any brawl combat checks. So just to compensate at the end there. You're missing the black die. Oh, sorry. Actually, is it three purple or two? Two purple. All right, yeah. So there we go. Purple and a black? Yep. That looks good. It's because it is good. Seven it. <laughs> All right. So your base attack damage for your claws plus seven. Uh, how do I find out what my base attack damage for my claws are? Oh, hold on, I have it written down somewhere. Uh, dragon, dragon. Uh. Fangs. Uh, all I have is fangs. So let's just pick random swordish type weapon. There's no claws, no animal claws. Yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, so damage. Why don't you do dam- Why don't we start with damage plus three? So, um, and then I'll see what the. So be your brawn. So it's five. Plus three, plus however many successes you have. All right, and then you said plus three. Is that accounting for the plus two buff I was account I was saying for before? Uh, that's for your brawl attacks, right? Not for your melee attacks. So if you're trying to like grapple them, like grab, that that'd be plus two damage to that sort of attack. So the animalistic alien adds plus two damage to any brawl combat checks they make. 
So if you want to grapple with it and like try to strangle or break okay. limbs and that sort of thing, like actually get into like a grapple. Brawl is instead of okay. Yeah, versus like a rake of your claws. So you can do either one. I'm fine with either one. It's already pretty hurt, so. Uh, yeah, whatever. We'll just do a rake of the claws. We're gonna we're gonna pierce in the shit out of them. All right. So five plus three plus seven. Sounds about right. All right, so 15, 5 plus 3 plus 7. Yep, so 15. Okay, minus their soak, which is... Okay. All right. And their wound threshold is... Okay. So you take down the first tree. You just smash into it hard. You hear a whole bunch of stuff breaking. All sorts of branches fly everywhere. And the spirit inside just starts immediately dissipating under your attack and just starts floating up from the tree. Alistair roars triumphantly. All right. PC slot. All right, Ash, it's you or me. Take it. Get us out of harm's way, you Tiru. <sighs> All right, so going back to the magical land of spells here. Let's see. Hmm. Can I just heal and teleport? I mean, your teleport's kind of a movement cantrip, right? We've kind of talked about that before. Yeah. Just why I'm not sure if it can be integrated with other things or if it's just on its own because of that cantrip. Well, teleport for yourself is a movement cantrip, right? Well, no, it's also for minor teleport on everything else. That's just kind of his specialty. Um, so are you asking, basically, can you cast it as a bonus action and then still cast another spell? Is that essentially what we're getting at here? Yeah, that'll read up the maneuver with it. I think we could eat up the maneuver with it. I think that's fair because that's kind of your, your that's how you maneuver is through that cantrip. And through floating, but yes. Yeah. Okay. Fair. All right then. Yeah. What I'm going to do is deploy the spines to reduce the range. Then attempt to yank our wayward dwarf and orc back. But not Brutus. Brutus is fine. Brutus will doggy paddle back. We're not going to be looking at Brutus. Steam just took a literal dump. One second. That did that to all. Yeah, it's been going through one by one. No, the entire thing went down. There we go. We're back.
All right. So, where were we? And why do I have bonus giant dice buttons? Uh... <laughs> Read the dice. <laughs> Press read the dice. So let's see. From Alistair to Chukork was like 20 feet. Yep. All right. Tira would probably be similar range hovering by the boat. So... See, moving moving them doesn't take any action, does it? Or do you have to roll for it? No, I, I'm I'm trying to figure out the heal because while I'm burning my maneuver to teleport them, I still have to do the complexity of healing two targets at once and healing critical. It's gonna be hard. You get a lot of uh, stress. Yeah, I haven't had any chance to restore strain since like getting us away from the ocean way the fuck back when, so. It would have been nice if you had been grappling that tree instead, so I could have, you know, bit it and devoured it, but it's alright. This was not communicated. Nah, Ichiru has not spoken to anyone about that sort of thing. So you've deployed yep. spines, so... One difficulty for range, because it's basically almost touch with your spines, essentially. So one for that. If you're going to do heal critical, that's two purples. So you've got three. And if you're doing an additional target, uh, I believe that's four. And is there any base difficulty to heal? I don't think there is. There might be, though. Let's see. No, nah, I wouldn't have it here. Okay, so what's for... For the most part, it looks like almost all of them have a base difficulty of one. But I will double-check that. So for right now, let's just say no. So it'd be four purple. You got one for range, because you've reduced that by one for your spine. One for... Heal additional target and two for heal critical. So four. Does that sound right? Yep. I'm tempted to burn a story token on this to amp it. Because it's like four advantages and zero successes and we can't have that. Someone will die. It's a good time. We get, You have plenty of them. Yeah, do it. Technically, we have five. I never returned to one at the start of the session. So uh, Now you're just trying to just burn one of the four. Now, we must take all advantages, Earth. We must cheese as hard as possible. I'm going to burn a story token. <laughs> of course you are. Just because we have too many. That's right. Go down to all All right, Coco. Okay. So, what could I do with this? Uh, so, you can basically grab another green die if you want to with a story token. Um, help advantage to give yourself that much more. That's probably the best use of it. Would I have to re-roll or just roll the green die? Just roll the green die is fine. Nah, that is awful. Oof. I don't even know if that's worth a story token. 
additional percentage. I mean, that's an additional percentage of it. Yeah, that might not guarantee a success at all. Yeah, but you have a one in six chance to blow back in your face. So, you Take know. it. Less than 20%, Troy. You're only hedging 17% or whatever. There. One success, five advantages. There you so go. So basically like a success and a triumph or however you would want to count that. Two successes. Isn't five advantages a success? No. No, five advantages is usually a big deal. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, we usually say, we usually call it like a reroll or something if someone wants to use it for that many. Okay, so uh, you've increased your strain by two. Are you going to use any of those advantages to decrease your overall strain threshold? I kind of have to burn like all five on reducing strain. Okay. It's like I'd like to use them for more healing, but realistically having more ability to heal is like the only way to get us through this, so... So I need to okay. barrier up Alistair once he actually gets into the fray. I am in the fray. When you're in the bigger fray with the boss. Uh, snap his neck in half. No, you need to <laughs> grapple him so I can drain his power. I don't know this. You haven't communicated anything. I know. Alright, so All right. what happens to our good buddies Chukork and Elrich here? All right, so your divine is linked to your will, so that is five base plus an additional success. Um, so you guys will reduce your, or you will increase your number by six, right? So you have six less or six more HP, and then your critical wounds are removed. All right, so we're going down from eight for Chukor down to two. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice! You can also see again. Um, but the question: You said that getting a critical wound makes it easier to get another critical wound. Is it easier for us to get the next critical wound? No, because the cards oh. have been removed. Okay, yeah. just want to make sure. This is I why I burned a heal critical rather than just trying to just straight up heal all of the damage away on its own. If you already have a critical wound, getting a second one is even easier. Yep. So, you have to RP this all out. Chiru yeah. takes a moment to glare at the uh, Lorax in particular on this. And with uh, one pulse of light, Chikork and Elrich would suddenly find themselves back at the boat. Since I burned a story token, I kind of also want to pull Brutus. If I can do that without having him affected by any of the rest of the spells. Sure. Yes, no soggy doggo. Doggo is back on the boat. Are they on the boat or near the boat? They would unceremoniously have been teleported about like a foot over the deck of the boat. So the grace of their landings are determined on their own front. Brutus, I assume, would be fine. Ehrlich would fall loudly to the deck and swear. What did you do this time? It wasn't me, it was the elf. You assume I cause all the trouble. Chukar, did, did you try to speak for the trees? Uh, no, I tried to have the elf do it. You see how that went? 
Sybil, is it is this true? Sybil's. Sybil's. Now she's not here to deny it. No. Chukor's lie becomes truth. <laughs> Alright, so it's we are... Let's uh, hold, hold, hold on, guys. I had to get up to deal with something, and I didn't hear the question. Okay, basically, Butiru, and a little bit of RP before the next roll, had, after pulling Chukork, Elric, and Brutus back to the boat, demanded of them who had caused the problem. Chukork was like, it wasn't me, it was the elf. And Butiru's like, huh. Is that true? So he was basically asking Sybil, was like, is Chukork telling bullshit? Sybil is going to take a small knife out of her cloak and hold it up to um... Chukort's throat. Tell the truth now, or I'm going to slice you. I asked the elf to talk to the trees, and then they got mad. Because I wouldn't talk to them, because exactly. you, you started the problem. Uh, stuck-up elf started the problem. Chukort bubbles to himself. So well, you get a sense I that I like, removed the knife. Agrees. I, I removed the knife, but I, I leave a little bit of a, a cut underneath his neck. Tiro just like points at the direction of the remaining opponents. Them. It's just got healed now. I, I commander, I think I should take a damage point from that. <laughs> sure, true, Cork. <laughs> Yatiru visibly sighs. Now, meanwhile, right, so... <laughs> outside meanwhile. the Lorax, <laughs> having all of his people uh, disappear, all of his targets disappear, he looks up at the boat. You see him uh, turn his Zufakar around and throw it into its scabbard. And then you see him put both of his hands behind himself, uh, almost in a... Um, like a getting ready to jet type motion. And then you see three little strands attached to the three remaining trees. And he's going to cast some magic of his own. Who sees the magic strands? Uh, anybody who's looking at the Lorax? Yeah, yeah unfortunately, I, I normally would have burnt my maneuver on preparing to counterspell, but I had to go and yank people out of safety. So don't got a counterspell okay. for this one. So that he's going to do additional targets, and he's going to do, yeah, Baleful. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna clear that real quick. Let me see what his spell casting is. Uh, that cheatsies hobbitses. Magic is a four yellow. Holy crap. Right, and so he's doing one, two, three, four. 
4v4. See if this works. One success and a threat. <laughs> All right. So what you guys see happen is uh, he links to the trees through his magic. You see the strands, and then it's like a burst of like pure energy flings them all onto the boat. The boat rocks under the weight of three heavy trees. The Lorax doesn't actually seem to affect it too much, but the trees certainly do. And now your ship is well and truly treed. Uh, you see the it's kind of rocking all over the place. Um, there is one threat. So I'll say he, take, he takes an extra strain from casting that spell uh, because that's a uh, uh, that was a hefty, hefty move for him. So he pulls all the trees and everything onto the boat. So the boat is now difficult terrain as you guys rock back and forth, making movement slightly more difficult for those with legs over to the PC slots. Rock the boat. Don't rock the boat. So are we all basically in contact with these things at this point? Well, you all are. Yes, for the purpose of this, you could say any any one of them is engaged with you. I would not say all of them are engaged with you. Your boat's decent sized, but I would definitely say at least, you know, one or so of them are. So it, it's it's suffice to say that all the trees are paying attention to the middle of the boat and not off the boat. Is that correct? Yeah, you could say that. That's fine. Okay. That's a PC slot, yeah? That is correct. I'd like to go, if that's okay with everybody. Oh, I could buff you, or you could just go. I, I intend to go. Yeah, All right. Coco, I want to do two things, and you tell me if this is physically pro- possible. I want to pull a sneaky sneak attack and drag one of those trees straight the fuck off the boat. Like, like, you ever see those funny videos of the dogs eating the food off the counter? Mm-hmm. They're just they're kind of like land sharking it, and they're just like, and it's gone. That is an excellent use of your grapple. This is what we intend to do. Right. Do I roll stealth? Do I roll brawl? What do I do? Yep, you will roll grapple. Um, brawl. Yep. That is correct. Uh, let me see. The trees have one melee defense, so it's going to be versus two purple and a black. Six advantages. Do you want to call it a roll? <laughs> Yeah, I'll re-roll. I'll take that. <laughs> there you yeah. go. So, uh, I, I like like a fearsome predator stalking around the boat. Alistair circumvents the boat to the tree closest to the Lorax, and all everybody sees is two giant claws come up over the side of the boat, grab the tree, which can trees scream? What would trees screaming sound like? 
loud breaking bark, like rapid yeah, high pitch. There's actually bark. also a sound if you've ever heard the forest in a windstorm. A tree's moan. Yeah. So anyway, god damn it. You guys just gonna... having a... You can still narrate it out. It's not... All right. So, so, I uh, you see two dragon claws gouge into the side of the of the side of this tree, and then you see it kind of get pulled up over the rail bar and yeeted down. <laughs> and what would you do if your awesome. triumph? Uh, the tri- triumph. I doesn't this do damage to this thing? Yes, it does. So you've got your bonus two plus two damage to the grapple, correct? With your yeah. natural. Okay. How, much a, how much does a triumph count for? Five successes? Uh, what you could do, uh, you could give it a critical wound. Um, so you could actually inflict a critical wound back on it, or you could take it for damage if you want to give some damage extra. It's still not showing me the game. Are you all out, or is it just me? No, it was everybody. Okay. Which means we have to rate wait for Coco to like reset it and then we get in and then we're there for another 10 minutes. Can buy her some of the things in the lobby while waiting. Like a game ran by Bob the trucking potato. <laughs> it hasn't kicked me yet, so I'm waiting for it to kick me out, but I can hold this open so you guys can see at least while we, while we do that. All right. So you grab overzealous oak, pull it over the side. Do you want to give it a critical or do you want to do extra damage? Uh, okay, so let me, just just to crunch the numbers really quick. Um, how much damage do I look like I'm about to do this thing? Because it wasn't the damage dictated by the number of successes, not the triumph. Yeah, so your base damage on the, is four for brawn and five. Okay, five for Ron. Um, and then you've got plus two, so that's seven. So you got seven base. Uh, you don't normally do damage with a grapple, but because you're a dragon, you do. So you got seven base, plus two is nine. So you're doing nine damage right now, minus whatever its soak is. But right now you are doing nine damage. Okay. Well, before we try to say I do bonus damage with the Triumph. Correct. All right. So, like, if we're also illustrating and using more game terms, I want to say it's more like kind of like a seismic toss, if you will, right? Like a Pokemon seismic toss. Charizard's going around the moon, throwing the thing down. That, yeah. That so, kind of I thing. would recommend giving it a critical injury because that yeah. makes it easier to potentially yeah. kill it. But let's go ahead and do that. That's fine. All right. So, I will get the damage for that. So, it's damage soak. Okay. All right. And then I'll give it that one a critical. It's winded. The target cannot voluntarily suffer strained activate abilities or gain additional maneuvers. Okay. All right. Major attack. Is it still not showing up for you guys? No. Still not. Maybe if you drop it and bring it. Yeah. Oh, there it goes. Finally. After 10,000 years. One million years later. There's background music? There is. 
right, and for all intensive purposes, you are now grappled with that thing. Uh, so you'll be able to do grapply type stuff with it, or it, and vice versa. All right, next PC slot. Who would like to go next? You're gonna do tickle tickle me with the damn roots. Trees are dead. All right, so we have two options. We could have Ash try to nuke something, or I could try to shield one or more of you in preparation for their next combat round. I've evened the odds. This is all in your favor. I think that since Sybil is closest to the big bad here, hmm. Sybil needs to like either get out of the way or be gotten out of the way. Uh, in other words, I can go? Yeah. If you want to take this turn, you can disengage and attack. I was going to say, but we also just have the two big trees. But they don't have a flaming sword of death, so... I would expect them to do a bit less damage now that two of their four trees have been taken out of the equation. So it won't be as extreme as the initial attack on the boat. In theory. Well, I'm going to try to not only get out of the way, but in the process of getting out of said way, um, I'm going to shoot some more flaming arrows at... uh... I gotta see where I'm standing. Um, He's my friend. I'm going to do it at the Lorax, because I'm going to try to... Ah, get I'm going to try to retreat uh, behind him. Just so you note, and you would have seen it, he has previously shown inclination his, his sword is flaming. So, just keep that in mind. Fire may not do much to him. The arrow may still do stuff, but if you're hoping for flame effects, that, that may actually help him, not hurt him. Can't guarantee that without breaking your immersion, but... You could also use some of your water magic. Since I'm going to say, yeah, why don't I change that to um, alchemy? Um, no, that would be primal, wouldn't it? Yep. Yeah, let me do my primal magic and um, try to freeze the, the sword. All right. All right, so you disengage, you step back, you surge out your magic. Um, so it is easy range, and then you are trying to use a freezing effect. So that is two purple.
Hey, nice. Open out all the triumphs. Yes. All right. So your primal magic is linked. So primal is linked to cunning, which is three. So you have a base damage of three plus three is six. Um, and then you can choose either increase that damage or give him a critical injury. I'm going to give him a critical injury. All right. We're getting a lot of mileage out of this deck. Yeah. All right. 1d10. Oh, the the big bad is... is... Yeah. Sybil just iced him. All right, go ahead and roll that 1d10 to see... What what did it, what we get here? So I'll let you roll that because you get the triumph. Two vex his brawn. Okay, uh, vex his brawn until the critical injury treat that as one point lower. Okay, all right. His swing is slightly less powerful. Awesome. Good. This is good news. Nice job, Sybil. And then uh, you don't have any you don't have any advantages, so you're not able to ice his sword, but you do do quite a bit of damage. Um, and then you have two threats. Um, I think, yeah, uh, a couple options. He could re-engage and get closer to you as part of the threats, or we could have the trees uh, have advantage on their next attack. Which you guys, which would you guys prefer? He can enrage. That's a third option. Yep. Um, whoever's going next, I'm with them this way. Next is the trees, so. Uh, bad call. They get to decide. All right. When you say re-engage, re-engage Sybil specifically? Yes. Or? Yep. Sybil hasn't taken any damage. She can take a hit. True, I can. True, I can. Let me just take the hit. All right, he re-engages with Sybil as part of the threats then. All right. It is on to the trees. Woo! All right, so before I I get all in this, everybody is good if they use melee on the boat? I mean, the question is... <laughs> we, we dumped the explosives, didn't we? Yeah, so I took the explosives off the book because boat because we had Yagena aboard, and I did not want to mix Yagena and explosives. You may have one vial yourself. Sybil may also have one secret of the way somewhere, and that's probably it. All right. Mine's on me. Mine is literally on me, okay? I'm really glad that Ehrlich didn't try to go mana cannon then, because that was one of my ideas. Well, hold on. Our cannons are based around the uh, rune plates that kinetically impulse uh, ah, cannons. Remember? Yatiru originally designed them that way so we wouldn't have to deal with having powder. As well as making it not have to store powder on the fishing boat. So they were improvised the weapons them? originally. Are but, the trees meleeing the boat? Well, that's the the core thing here is that, like, since the trees attack relies on the propagation of the roots through wood, 
it's a question of whether the hardness of what are typically softer roots can penetrate the runic enhanced wood of the boat. So wait, wait, wait. why would they have to attack with their roots? They could just hit shut you up. With their limbs. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine they're attacking with their branches, not with God, their roots in this God, in this particular. Damn it! Case. I made an attempt. <laughs> you did. It was a it was a noble attempt, sir. It's hard to attack with branches against dwarves. <laughs> dwarves have a natural advantage against branches. <laughs> okay, all right. So, um, what they're gonna do? One tree is gonna attack each of you. So, do, do either of you have melee defense? I don't think so. No. Okay. All right. So, one tree will attack each of each of the two closest people. So, one will attack Chukori. One will attack Ehrlich. All right. Know your fancy, fancy logic here, Mr. Ash. <laughs> George R. R. Martin has failed you again. All right, one success, four advantages. Okay. All right, so damage base for them is eight. They crit on four. All right, so they crit on four. Uh, and then. One success. So nine minus your soak. So Chukorg, you have a soak of six, so you get three damage. And you have a soak of two, Ash, so you're going to take six, seven, five damage. Right? Did I do that right? I think said it was nine minus our soak. They do it, yeah, so they do yeah, nine minus soak, you're right, correct. Sorry. So it'd be it would be seven damage on me. Yeah. I can't get back in. I've tried repeatedly and, and tabletops just not letting me in, so Are you logged into Steam? Yes, I, I was every time I tried. Okay. I sorry, I can't I don't know. I can try to back out and back in again if it No 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 dude, it's forty five minutes and someone else can roll for me. It's fine. Okay. Alright. Uh, and then Chukorg, I can go ahead and put yours up too. So you've got six, so you take three. And then they crit. So for Chukorg, bold over. You are knocked prone and suffer one strain. Oh, what an easy one. That means he can't do anything this turn. Oh, he's prone. He can get back up and then attack. Uh, and then for Ash... Ehrlich, temporarily lame. You cannot move more than one maneuver during your turn. Not Why does he keep bad. getting narratively things that he's used to? <laughs> I, I object on this one. <laughs> Ehrlich's life experience being lame for many, many years. I think that means he wants to pull a new card instead. Shut up, Mary! <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, okay. Um, so, and then let me just double check. I think they have uh, disorient. They're not going to use disorient. They they critted. Okay, so that is the end of their turn. Is there is there like a third uh, NPC for the one that I have grappled? Or no? oh yeah, I've got to I got to fight you with the NPC over there. Sorry, I forget. thank you for that. Uh, all right, so over is all this oak, which is cannot voluntarily suffer strained activated abilities. Okay, all right, cool. We can't we can maneuvers. Okay, all right. So he is grappled. So that is a melee contest. Uh, to, do you have any melee defense? 
I do uh, two. Two. So two black die on top of the two purple. All right. Actually, hold on. I think I have three. I don't know if I have ringmail or leather. I don't know if it matters. Let's just say whatever. Two. All right. So zero successes. So he didn't damage you. He got an advantage and he triumphed. All right. So he's not going to give you damage. Um, what do you? What would you think about if it plunges you underwater? So you have a difficulty, like you're at a disadvantage to your next attack. Basically, like you, you would take a red die against whatever you do next. That's fine. Okay. We're, we're underneath the water in the boat now. Yep. All right. To PC slot. All right. I have a question. Mm-hmm. If I paralyze something, can I just then melee it with impunity without having to worry about accuracy? Yes. It can't move. So, yeah. All right. Well, let me be clear for future sessions. Like, if you paralyze somebody behind cover and then you shoot something at them, you still have to deal with the cover. But for general purposes, yes. Well, no, there's a spell paralysis. Okay. That's why I'm thinking about this. All right, everyone. It's all right if I, you know, go after the Lorax because he's speaking for the trees. No, okay. Well, it's like, is this or healing those New wonderful criticals we have. So, who uh, who sustained a critical? You, you did. And oh, what the hell, Ashton? <laughs> you, you got kidney kidney shotted. All right, so it's, yeah. it's just one. And technically, healing a critical would magically make you not prone anymore. Apparently, since the critical is specifically prone. One story. Like you said, such terrible luck through this combat encounter that he's not even been able to say anything this whole time. <laughs> it's a constant stream of getting his face kicked in. At least you didn't get knocked prone, though. That's not that bad. You can't move. <laughs> All right, so... I think I'm just going to do it. I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to try to paralyze the boss. All right. Okay. The power of divine wrath will make a curse be brought as part one of a part two wombo combo. Whoa, what's going on with the buttons over here? Do you all see this? Yeah. It's client side. That That's something that keeps happening when you reconnect in. Oh, the, oh I didn't notice that stuff. It was in the far corner. I didn't have to pay attention to it. I'm trying to read. All right. So since the boss is now closer, this is basically point blank as if I was touching him. What is the uh, difficulty here? So you're doing a curse for with paralysis? Yep. Just straight paralysis. All right. So make it easy. It was just, so it's a one purple base and plus three purple is four purples. And I'm going to go ahead and spend one of my story points and upgrade one of those purples to a red. Lorax does not want to stop its protesting. I, I see. Uh-oh. <laughs> no. My will is stronger. <laughs> Excellent. All right, so this plays out. Tiru sort of 
He has been watching as this has been going on, and he has seen what has happened with Sybil's attacks, with everything there. He's getting more and more agitated. His colors gradually shift to a hellish reddish hue. And he turns his wrath upon the Lorax, and for a brief moment, there's just nothing. And then suddenly, he has burned his maneuver to teleport next to him. And channels the paralysis to freeze it in place. And he hovers there ominously, right behind it, just ever so closely. Does it have any means of reacting at all? Horror? Fear? Excitement? <laughs> uh, you see its eyes just lock on you and challenge. All right. Now, you have to maintain the paralysis now, right? Oh, no, that that's what the part two of our wonderful wombo combo is. So, if I'm allowed to eat up this second PC slot... Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> Do it. Oh, yes! Food. Glorious food. Tiro is going to attack with his entropic teeth. They're Pierce 4 and Stun 4 qualities to, while channeling the paralysis, he is going to hard lock down and start feasting on this thing straight directly. Alright. And so with that, I will recover for strain. If it does not block, dodge, or do anything else. It does not. And we'll just add 4 strain onto it. No, it makes it mad, Troy. It makes it really mad. It truly it's enrages. double paralyzed. It can freak out all at once. It should be freaky at this point, because something primal and horrifying has happened. It's a true enraged, Troy. When it comes out of paralysis, it's going to womp stick you. If. Is, is there a PC slot? Can I do something? Yeah, there's yeah. a PC slot next. That's why I asked to take just specifically those two and then go so if I could finish off the boss directly. Or at least okay. allow you guys to do that. And also possibly deal with this, because he has not been seen directly attacking anybody yet. The only other time he's done this sort of thing was the against the bindings in the hidden room above the stage. Okay. Irv, do you mind if I go? Go ahead. Ehrlich is is now just like in the worst shape. He was effectively like his his nice boat got completely destroyed. His dog is wet. He got like his hand almost torn off, and then now, like he fell on the deck because he was dropped on the deck by the teleport, and just as he was starting to get up. He got hit again, and now his his both of his legs are fucked up. Crumpy old man. <laughs> he, he looks like he got thrown through a Kevin McAllister house at this point. So Ehrlich would like push his staff down as hard as he could on the deck, and he is going to cast. Um, I'm going to go for. Knockback, blast with frost. 
and he's effectively it's in like almost melee range i would i would think and he's essentially trying to just blow the two trees and freeze them like blow them back as far as possible and freeze them so you've got uh, easy check with uh, you said blast yes right? blast and- powered um I think Blast is the one that does the knockback, isn't it? No. Yes. Yeah. Impact. Impact is the one that does knockback. Okay, so we'll do Blast, which would essentially give it two targets. Yeah. Um, impact, which is going to then be knockdown with Disorient, and then Empowered, which gives it the range. So that should be four purples on top of whatever else. Yep. So your difficult difficulty for attack spell is one. So I'd say it's just straight five purples because you don't have any extra range because you're like you said you're basically engaged with them. So default difficulty is easy plus one for blast, one for impact, and two for empowered. You get the ice for free because you're a ice mage. So I think five purple is your target there. And then his roll should be four yellows and one green, I believe. If you could double check my sheet. Yes, four yellows and one green. Okay, four yellows and one green. All look great. Yep. Straight wash. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, Ehrlich is it's just not his night. He he his staff would slam into the deck, and then there'd just be like this kind of like fizzling noise, and like a tiny like icicle would kind of grow off the very tip of his staff, and like, like an ice cube's worth, like something you put in your drink. No, not even that. It would it would just literally look like an icicle, like just a tiny one would just kind of like, and and then he would just slump to the deck like, ugh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Since the Lorax is otherwise occupied, I'm actually going to give this next NPC slot to the trees. Um. And they are going to attempt to maneuver. Wait, wait, wait. hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh huh. Did we skip a PC slot? No, I used two. Did did Irv go? No, we had three. I used two of them. Then Ash used the last one to occupy yeah, all three. Why did we only have three? Yeah, five. Well, he when Yutura started, he was on one point two. Then he brought he used one point two and one point one. Then Ash used three point five. Now we're at that two point three. We, we we've got to have skipped somebody though because uh, there's been yeah, four people that went. Uh, Troy took two turns. Yeah, yes. we, we don't have to have every single person go every single round. If we wanted, no, no, we no, could no, have no. Shukort literally bird all five of them. Hold your horses. All right, I went. Itiru went twice. You're overthinking it. Did did 
Sybil uh, went. Oh, Sybil went. Okay. Yeah, it was you and Sybil with those two middle PC slots. Oh, my bad. I was the very first one, but yes. All right. So, uh, trees are going to attempt to move. Uh, this tree, which is currently engaged with Chukorg and bowling him over, is going to basically attempt to fall on Chukorg uh, in order to basically smoosh him <laughs> in a grappling sort of way and then entangle him with vines. So, that is a melee attack. He is prone, so that may give them an advantage. Uh, and then one, two... One, and they get a boost die because he's prone. They don't. Holy crap. Um, <laughs> all right, Chukorg. All right. Let's see what we get. Rolling. Troy, your next action will be healing him. I can't. I have to keep the boss stunned and continue draining him until he vanishes. All right. One success, three advantages. So that is, they have a base attack of eight plus one is nine. nine. Minus six. So you get three damage. Brings you up to nine out of 17 wounds. So you're, you're still doing pretty good. You're about half health. Uh, and then you have three advantages. That is enough to crit you a second time. Jesus so Christ. Here comes crit two. Slow down. Target can only act during the last allied initiative slot on his next turn. (laughs) (laughs) You Uh, have to go last. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. And you are, for all intents and purposes, you are grappled. So this tree is, you hear a massive cracking noise as this tree just basically tips over on top of you. And like, you feel like shards of the wood just like bury into your flesh. Now, when the boss, when it comes to the second NPC slot, does the boss get to try to resist the paralysis? No, he's stunned and paralyzed. Yeah, he's stunned and paralyzed, so he's he's basically locked until Yuturo takes damage or lets it go, or if something else, I mean, there there may be some other something, but basically he's stunned. It would probably take more than just giving Yuturo damage. There would have to be some sort of maneuvering to actually pull him away, so... You're still I'm occupied. All right. Elegant Elm's turn here. Uh, Elegant Elm is also going to move, but is not going to try to splat onto Ehrlich. Is just going to attempt to uh, basically do a swap seize position via a grab and throw. So he does not get a boost die because you are not prone. Uh, You don't have any melee defense. But he is lame. Does that make a difference? Well, he's also a dwarf, so he's also short to dodge branches, <laughs> even out. All right, let's not make it too crazy. All right. Oh, that's going to hurt. Um, okay. Uh, so we've got eight. Christ. Plus five is 13. Like you might need to unlatch two. Uh, yeah, Ehrlich, you are... Uh, you're kind of like grabbed and he throws you against the rail as it moves past and like it, you just smack hard um, against it. You are going to go unconscious at this point uh, based on your wound threshold because yeah, that was a lot of damage. 
Um, so we're first time knocking a PC unconscious. Uh, so we're going to ask you to make a roll to see, you know, this is your first, uh, first kind of vigor type roll. So that is going to be based on your resilience, which is a yellow and a green. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you are you are unconscious, and uh, you risk uh, you, you risk further going into more of a coma if you don't roll some successes eventually. So eventually, eventually, <laughs> do I have to take over rolling for him? You may if Is you. That it? I'm, I'm starting to think the dice are loaded here. All right, <laughs> whatever you'd like. I usually have luck. very good luck with rolls, and <laughs> <laughs> I apologize profusely. Uh, all right. Uh, so what happens here? Um, we will just want to make sure one of these PC slots has to go to Ash, and uh, on each each run through for him to make a basically a resilience roll. So okay. starting with the next cycle or this cycle? Next cycle. Okay. So right. I guess my question is. Do oh, yeah, we think that Sybil can actually drop the boss in like a turn or two? Possibly. Is the boss like, I have no weak? idea how much freaking health it has, so yeah, it's kind like, of a mystery here. We, we would we there's some physical description that that needs to be applied to it, but he hasn't given us any yet. Yeah. This is the boss looking woozy. He's still, I mean, he's still, he's still got defiance in his eyes. He's stunned, obviously, um, and injured, but he's, uh, yeah, he's definitely. Also, also, you ignored my tree again. That's why I just did roll this one right here for your tree attack. Okay. It has one success against you because you had two, you had two melee defense, right? Yeah. All right. So, yes, you will take nine minus your, uh, minus your uh, soak. Five. So four. Yep. And it has continued to grapple with you. Okay. So Tugor has to go last. Uh, so that means I guess I go. You are Sybil. Yeah. I feel like Sybil will make a greater impact here. Unless you think you can get Alistair back into the fight to actually... Do something to help. Dead. I'm pretty sure the other one got uh, yeeted at 16 damage, and this thing's at 9. Oh no, we have two trees on the boat. That recalls a concern. Alright. Okay. Um, and, and, and Sybil's going to cause a earthquake? That's so... nothing on a boat! Really? It's not even gonna like move them off the boat. You'd be better off doing a tidal wave. Well, okay. Cause tidal wave, so. Yeah, exactly. So that could be a secondary. There's huh? not enough water. It's a lake. There's enough water. It's her attack. Let her make it. So your goal is to have basically you want to have knockback. Is that what I'm hearing? Yep. Okay. So you've got one base difficulty. You're pretty close to them, so that I'll say there's no no range penalty on that. She's um, next to Yatiru, so she'd also get that boost. Okay, so that's a blue die, correct? Yep. 
And then, so... Yeah. Are you trying to do anything else? Um, you could do, if you want to do, are you trying to do both trees or just one? It's easier to do just one, but you could try for both. It just makes it more difficult. Adds a purple. Let me try both to do both. Difficulty. All right. So one for basic attack, one for basically your knockback, and you're trying to you're trying to do both of them. So that actually increases it by two because that's using that same empowered thing that Ash was using. So that brings us to four. So what's still what you want to do? Yeah. And and for the record, casting spells takes strain again. Yeah. Yes, it does. Okay. Nice. All right. Could she use her advantages to multi-target here? Uh, she's already... I guess, what do you mean? She's already targeting both the trees. What do you... Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah. All right. So you're going to blast the trees off the boat. Uh, you could use uh, your advantages to reduce your strain. You could also use some of your advantages to do something like, I don't know, trying to dislodge Chukorg from the tree that he's currently grappled with. I'll let you make that call. Yeah, we're going to try to un ungrapple him from the the grip of the tree. So if he doesn't go over his side as well, that that's a good call. So now all the trees are in the water? Yes. Oh lord. Uh okay, so then your damage uh is your primal, which is linked to your cunning, so that is 3 damage plus 1 is four damage. My and they don't take they don't have soak against magic, so that's four damage for each of them. And then ensnare or empower, I believe, doubles that. Deals twice the linked characteristic instead of once. Alright. So that would be more damage. Alright, I got it all. Alright. And if I may be obnoxious once more. I'd like to burn a story token to have these trees going drifting down towards the uh, outlet of the lake. The current pulls them. She's knocked them towards the main current through the lake. These things are sizable. Yeah, they're also trees. They can be dragged easily, just like, you know, a large kite in the wind. Large tree in the current. Like 14 feet tall. That's you, can, uh, you can burn a story token for that. I'm fine with that if that's what you'd like to burn it before. Now you want to pose? Just as general lumber is concerned, it, driftwood, I would agree with you 100%. How how driftwoody are these trees, Coco? I would say, here's what I would say. Regardless of how driftwoody they are, they're not, the, the wave could be powerful enough to drag them further away. Whether they drift all the way to the outlet or not is, a, I think, up for discussion. But I would say you can at least like push them further away down the lake. If That, that would make good use. I think that's fair, because if it's yeah. live wood, it's heavy. Yeah, it's still fun. Yeah, they're also like spirit wood, so they might be hollow and lighter. You ever seen logging pictures of all the, you know, red wood? Yeah. yeah. That shit was alive. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, we got a PC slot. Alright. 
So we are now down to Alistair fighting the tree. We can have two quarters have to take the last slot by default, unless he. I don't really have to take it. I just if I do take a slot, it has to be the last one. Okay. Now, the, now the question is: Is that slowed down consumed if he takes the last slot? No, it's a critical injury until it's healed. It stays. Okay. No, it says on his next turn. It's pretty specific. Oh. Okay, you're right. Yep. You are correct. Will somebody else take it? Okay. Oh, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and do it and just do do my dragon damage. So I'm still grappled with this tree, and I but while grappled. Uh, I imagine I still have use of my hind legs. Is that correct? Yeah, unless you're grappling with your hind legs. I am not. So we're going to go ahead and do some raking with the hind legs. Okay. So I guess that would count as a melee attack. As a reminder, I put a red die in there from the triumph it got last time. Yep. That's all right. That's a different rolling technique. You saw that? And it worked. <laughs> awesome. Uh, it's going to go down. So tell us how you want to break this tree apart. So, like like a really ornery cat with a scratching post that's seen one too many years. Uh, Alistair is going to rake at this tree and rake and rake and whittle it down until it looks like a twig almost. And if you don't mind, because I'm pretty sure it dies regardless of the triumph. Is that correct? Correct. Yep, that's correct. All right, I'm going to use the husk remains of the tree that I've whittled down like a spear. And either hold on to it if I can't do another action or chuck it if I can with that triumph. I'd say you could you could at least hold it. I don't know that we want to chuck it yet this turn, but... That's fine. I am keeping now the spirit... The spirit spear... And I'm, I'm assuming the spirit's still inside because I haven't completely, like, destroyed it, yeah? If that's it... what you'd like to do with that triumph, you can do that. It's my spirit spear now. It's 100% what this is happening. I've now fashioned a fear, a spear out of the spirit. All right. Awesome. Nice, nice work. PC slot. All right, so... Anyone want to help me take out this nice here punching bag so I can go do some healing magic? Do you bite on it more? Well, all I can do with the bite is I'm like basically just devouring its energy until it it's dissipated and banished back. It's like Gitiru's innate hunting technique. You have to, you so, have to channel it in order for it to stay paralyzed. Hmm? You have to stay in contact with it in order for it to stay paralyzed, yeah? Well, I'm using a spell paralyze, so that would be channeled, but I'm using the bite, which is a racial, which is specifically a, basically a channeled stun. Like, it needs somebody else to actually free him at this point, because 
on its own, it could probably be resisted out of or rolled out of, but combined with the paralysis, it it basically locks down all maneuvers that I'm aware of for escaping out of it short of a story token. Okay, so you, you've got it stunlocked. You're, you're biting down, you've got it paralyzed with the spell, it's stunlocked. Yeah, I'm devouring its energy. Alright, so it's not your turn then. Well, no, it, well, if I burned a turn, it would just be to eat more, like, four more strain out of it, out of whatever its ungodly strain threshold probably is. So I imagine bosses are, like, somewhere between 16 to 20 strain, so it could be a while. Chukorg, do you want to try getting up? I can. I can only oh, use right. the uh, Sybil, you're the only other candidate that can go. If you want, I can burn one of my talents to give you a healing potion to then give to Elric to bring him back. Is he dead? He's incapacitated. He, he's incapacitated. Don't I have my own healing ability? I just don't use it. Yeah, everybody yeah. has yeah. primal has heal. Yeah, it's less healing than like the super heals I do, but yes, you could probably just heal him back on your own. I'm going to say, I also have medicine, which... I guess it's intelligence, but that should give a little bit extra to it, right? Medicine, Medicine would be for stabilization. Like, you could stabilize him medically versus magically. Yeah, there are some scenarios where you want to do that, but in this case, magic is fine. Okay, so the way I'd have to do this was through my primal, right? Yep, it would just probably be a Primal heal critical. It's uh, reviving capacitated, actually. Ah, all right. We got a specific one for it. Uh, revive. Do I even have that? Yeah, it's three. It'd be three purple difficulty, essentially. Against my primal. Mm-hmm. Yep, and a boost die because you are still being energized from overflow from Utiru by virtue of proximity. You said three purple and a blue? Yep. Yep. Alright, and... Who do I want to revive? There's two of you down, isn't there? Well, no, only Ash is in the criticals. Elric is really, really having a bad day. Okay, we're. I'm going to try to get Ash up. I imagine Brutus is probably licking him right now. For however much that does. I'm going to try to heal you, uh, Eric. Two successes, one threat. Okay. All right, so you are stabilized. So two successes. Uh, So what is your primal is based on that, which is three. And then two is five points. So So you are... Would it have pinged me out in terms of wounds? So I would have 15 wounds, right? Right, yeah. So you have 15, and she stabilized you and got two points of additional healing onto you as well. So So am I I awake? You are awake. You can do things. I'm not going to do anything at this point. No, but you have to. What? Everybody else is either stunned or is trying to channel something. Yeah, this is literally your opportunity to go and gank the boss now. It's a stationary target. I, I feel good about this, Ash. This is your time to shine. And if you get up closer, 
back to back gets amplified further. Is it is it still paralyzed? Yes, it, it's paralyzed and stunned and basically screwed. It is the easiest target you could have in your life. It's like hitting the broadside of a barn. Okay, what about the other two trees? What are they doing? They're well, like, other side of the lake. They have to take a bit to actually get back to us. Okay. That's why I burned a story token, was to buy you time. Okay. Just... Ehrlich is gonna stand up and immediately slip on his other now-bad leg. But getting his staff underneath him, he kind of pulls himself up to his feet and turns around. Is the is is the Lorax like it's conscious. It can it can move its eyes. Yes. Yes. Okay. Ehrlich would look at it. Can, and... can Lorax be its canonical name? So that way you use it in other campaigns. <laughs> sure. Somebody else could summon it from the ether and it'll start this whole fucking cycle over again. Ehrlich's going to try something real quick before this continues, because Ehrlich would look at the Lorax. You know, this, this, this is what will happen to all of the other creatures that you're here working with. Every single one of them. This foolishness is what will happen. Do you understand that? Yusuru, do you give it enough freedom to speak, or is it just going to have to blink, essentially? I will give it enough freedom to pulse the air to speak, but Yusuru will also just channel menace into it. From his own suspicions about what's going on in the mine and everything else there, there is a sense of horrifying holy fury, the sort of like religious zealotry of just, you know something just absolutely is after you for something you've done. And that impression would be there in combination with what Elric is saying. So the Lorax misinterprets that as Tuklark did was the original transgressor, therefore... Marius, why are you arguing on the point of the NPCs every single time I do something? This has been going on all freaking night, man. Every time. So, Ehrlich, if you're, I'm going to ask you to make uh, some type of role, whether you want it to be a, a, a social variety, because you are doing a social thing. So, I know how much you love those. Uh, what what uh, skill would you like to use? This is very much coercion. Like, like okay. there there is no two ways about it. But I would ask that he get some benefit, either from the fact that he looks like he just went through the rigor, but is like still delivering this angry old man speech at the spirit, or the fact that Yatiru literally has it by the nuts. <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah, I'll give you one for each of those. How about that? All right, Troy, do you want to roll for him? So since my rolls are apparently cursed when it comes to PC rolls. Well, mine might be too. Now you've you know, thrown DM horrors at it. All right. So what is, is it specifically what we have here is the dice? Yes. Yep.
Two successes and a threat. So uh, maybe you get fruit tape, but not the trees. I don't know. He, it looks. Ehrlich is truly incensed when he delivers this. Like he's just furious, spitting at. Like he literally spitting. Like he's. That's how angry he is about this. So he's, he he looks like he's a wobbly dwarf from the deck. The spirit, the Lorax, looks very defeated. It changes its eyes from intense anger to sad acceptance of realities. And it looks over the boat as uh, you see um, Alistair start to kind of bobbing outside the boat. And it says, do not blame us. Blame him. And then it kind of lulls its neck up to you Tiru for, you know, opening the final bite. Well, Tiru has not been letting go. Uh, Wait, that, that 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 begs questions, damn it. <laughs> yes, questions like how my questions weren't answered. And I was deprived of opportunities. Hmm. hmm how the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still your turn, Ash. That was just an incidental for all intents and purposes. Do we want to kill this thing? I mean, it, it feels We're freeing wrong. it. If you want, you can actually do a check to see if it has a binding on it. You know, if you're a rune mastery, it may be compulsively bound in some fashion. Because it's resisted, it's talked to him, you know for a fact the spirit constructs from the town have the same sort of impulse. And from the dialogue of when Shukorg was initially confronting them, whatever you overheard of that. So if you want, you could go and check for that and see if you could use your rune stuff to free this incapacitated spirit. Now it's, it's easy to work on. Okay, that that's that, I like that. That's what he would do. He would he would start surveying the creature to see if he could divine how it is being bound. It has two bracelets, one on each hand, uh, and as you kind of inspect them, you see runes running uh, around both of them that seem to bind him to this plane and to this purpose. One on one hand, one to bind to the plane, one to bind to the purpose. Ehrlich would amble over and then using his staff would kind of lift it up and glowering at the runes on the binding that binds him to purpose would bring the staff down and then I'm going to have to roll um, runic for this, I guess. Yep. Runic. Uh, three and two, yellow and green, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, is this being done as an attack? No, he's just, he's trying to break the rune. The All right, rune I'm bracelet. just trying to determine, like, if it's spellcasting in general, if he would still get the boost die from me or not. If you break the room, does that become a greater spirit like Ethereum did? Well, no, That's there's different tiers of these things. It, it He's already a pretty beefy, like, greater minion sort of spirit. So Also, what he's trying to break is the runes that bind the spirit to you, not the runes that bind him to the plane. 
So I think this is a hard difficulty with a with a possible risk. So I, I think two purples and a red is where I feel like this should be. Does anybody disagree with that? I'd Can we and Ash roll both of ours with it? And because um, we could channel it together. If you want to do some kind of synergy thing where you're both casting at the same time, you could give Ash an extra boost die if you're willing to take some strain. Yeah, I can do that. All right, good Price, since you're doing that teaming with it, do you want to roll the dice? Why? Because I've had better luck at rolling? Oh no, I've had fantastic fucking luck tonight. No, I, I'm I'm saying that because you are channeling with the power of friendship and teamwork. God, he won't say to roll. I'll roll. I can roll instead if you don't want to. Nah, just... let me do it. Alright, everything on the board over here? Yep. Technically, all Ash has to do is walk over to your computer and roll himself. That's asking a lot, Marius. Yeah, I just said <laughs> You still that, got um... the cripple card, come on. <laughs> He's lame. Yes! Besides, not only did Cry do it right, but Triumph. Ooh. All right, so Ash, do you have you have an idea how you want this to play out? So his staff would come down for for an, an instant, a a icy like axe head would kind of form on the end of his staff, which you know would be rather intimidating to the spirit, considering he's basically expecting to get coup de grade. And it would come down and it would strike the the runic bracelet and just cleanly clip it into just tink and it falls down just in two pieces, effectively opened on the deck, but it is mostly intact. You see it shudder even through the paralysis. You can feel the energy flowing, uh, Yatira. You you feel like whatever that binding also was dampened its energy uh, a bit. And you feel like it, even through its paralysis, just shudder a little bit with the renewed power that it, it pulls from this. And it looks down at Ehrlich and says, you have freed me. I owe you a debt. Tell me what you wish me to do. And that's where we'll leave it for tonight. Uh, dramatic cliffhangers. Woo!